Hi, you've reached the Caldwells. Please leave a message and we will get back with you just as soon. <laughs> Welcome to the RV Work-Life Balance Podcast with your traveling nomadic hosts, Sherry and Russ Caldwell. Hey, that's us. We're living the dream, working from home, baby. No matter where home is. And you can too. Hey, thanks for joining us again. You know, it seems like we just finished recording one of these. But I don't know. It's I just, know, right? It's just like every day, it seems like. <laughs> but it's not. It just feels like that. So we'll start with our happiness of cheers. Everybody. <laughs> cheers. I don't give it to everybody. I'm sorry. I just give it to you. So cheers, cheers, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you cheers, everybody else. So no, normally I'd ask you, like, where are we today? Mm-hmm. But a lot has happened over the last few days. So, like, where have we been, I guess will be the question. Okay. So tonight we're in the middle of South Dakota somewhere, but only for one night because we've just come from Gillette, Wyoming. What was going on in Gillette? The I, FMCA rally. Oh, I get to say that. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, <laughs> FMCA rally. We, we've done a few of these. It's been pretty fun. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting there. I it was. It. And that is the FMCA International Convention and RV Expo at the Camplex Event Facility in Gillette, Wyoming. That's where we were. Yeah, Gillette. We didn't get to spend too much time in that town. Some of the other times we've been to FMCA, we've toured the town. We, did, we only got to stay at the rally this time, so I was a little disappointed we didn't get to tour around. It was a busy three days? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and usually there. I mean, and it, it could be four, depending on how you, you can leave when, you, you know, when your time is up, but uh, we left today. We leave a little early on Saturdays because, of course, we need to get where we're going, right? Right. Right. Um, so maybe we should talk a little bit about FMCA. Sure. Tell the fans it what it's all is. about. <laughs> well, this is something you really need to know about as RV enthusiasts. Uh, the Family Motor Coach Association, FMCA. It is an excellent membership program. There are, you know, several membership programs that you might be interested in when you start RVing. And this is one of the first ones you might consider joining. It, uh, the, the cost is about, uh, it's $60 for your first year, and then it goes down a little bit. Uh, it is totally worth it. And um, yeah, and we'll put all the information about this in the show notes. So if you're trying to take notes and you're driving or you're working out or whatever, take a look at the show notes. We'll have those discounts and how to get to that. Yeah, we got a special discount for you. So that'll be in the show notes. Yeah. And there's just so many benefits with FMCA. Uh, There are numerous programs and discounts, including a tire savings program when you need to buy RV tires, which are expensive. Uh, Roadside assistance. They have internet services. They have insurance, Mm -hmm. um, including RV insurance. They can help you find your RV insurance, which is super important, whether you're part-time And especially when you're full-time, it's a different insurance program for each of those scenarios, and you've got to be covered. 
And who better to go to than um, RV specialists yeah, who can guide you yeah. Yeah, in the right direction for what you need? So we do use the FM- FMCA insurance yep. uh, program uh, for our full-time RV insurance. Uh, let's see. They also have campground discounts and partnerships with all kinds of organizations for additional uh, discounts on camping and purchases and oh fantasy RV tours. tours. Yeah. Um so cool. And then also in terms of these big events that they have, they have incredible educational programs for new and more experienced RVers. Uh they have programs online, but they also have in-person events all over the country. Yeah. One of my favorite things about it is like there's a sense of community at FMCA. And, th- and that's true of a lot of rallies. I know that. But FMCA has been around a long time. And it's even broken into these kind of chapters all over the place. So FMCA has major events. But then even within there, you'll notice there's these groups of uh, RVers that are connected because of their brand or because of their location or mm-hmm. all sorts of different interests that yeah. they have. And and that's really cool because when you walk around and everyone's so pleasant and always excited to know where you're from and what, what kind of rig you have. Make new friends. Yeah, and they'll... they'll invite you into their their crowd of like people and they'll share all the stuff that that group is interested in. We meet people that are into hot rods and and people that are into um, classic RVs. Off-roading, Jeep off-roading. enthusiasts. Yes, lots of that. Uh, there's several military groups and organizations that travel together or get together at different parts of the country. Uh, yeah. Just so many things. And we're not so involved in the the smaller events and activities all across the country because you know our limited time right yeah but there are two of these big events big events uh twice a year in the spring and then in the summer late summer and these are the fmca international conventions and rv expos uh, so those are the big ones, and they're so much fun uh, because it, it, it's the whole group, no matter whether you're Newmar or Grand Design or Integra like us or into jeeping or military yeah. or Elks or whatever mm-hmm. organization within FMCA that you're involved in or close to, uh, we all get together twice a year. And all of the RV manufacturers come, the dealerships, they're showing and selling the newest models. They have exhibits and seminars and shopping for just about everything you can imagine related to RVs. So it's just an opportunity, I call it coming in from the wild, to spend time with your tribe. Yeah, I mean, it's... It is weird because it is a massive number of RVs and it looks like chaos until you start walking around and then you start seeing patterns of similar rigs or 
they'll put groups of people and they'll all be wearing shirts of some sort of interest or they'll all be from certain location. We end up hanging out either with our brand or more than likely we end up hanging out with the AIM crew, the all-inclusive motorhome crew, which is a mixture of brands and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, it is really neat of the kinds of people you meet and everybody wants to talk to you. Like that's what's so cool. So the twice a year is like, the, the, the circus comes to town. and it's, <laughs> Or goes to a different town, as yeah. the case may be, right? And there's events, and there's um, uh, activities where you're, you're learning things. Mm -hmm. There's people to help work on your rig. There's just so much stuff in one place for this a little less than a week yeah. uh, activity. And it's great. You wake up every morning and, and spend the day touring brand new RVs or participating in cool activities and events or little visits um tours of the local area uh seminars like russ said arts and crafts shopping entertainment contests games concerts oh my so yeah there's just so much going on and what's the coolest one of the other very cool things about these types of events yeah, one of the things I like is if you if you're into RVing, one of the things you learn real quick is that something's always going to break. Like that's the common <laughs> thing everyone will agree with is like, hey, you know, every week you get a new thing to work on. And so what's cool though is when you go to one of these big events, it is an opportunity not just for people to get together, but also services to come together and actually, you know, service this. So there'll be people that are working on awnings, which is a con. We have never had that problem, but boy, Thank awnings. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yet. So you'll see trucks <laughs> going around with the awning service and they'll work on your stuff. There are people work on your windows and glass. Solar installations. Solar. That's <laughs> a big one. Yeah. There's the washers that'll wash and, and wax your rig. Oh, that's Russ's that's favorite, favorite yeah. service. We, so, Charlie gets a bath every time we come into the conventions. <laughs> yeah. And so getting all the services done is kind of cool because, you know, uh, you don't have to spend a lot of time finding these people. They've been vetted by FMCA. You get uh, you get multiple choices to choose from. You don't have to use them. But what's great is, you know, there's an, an, an advantage to using them because they've been vetted. And you can actually see their work as they're going from rig to rig. You yeah. can see the quality of the work they're doing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So at these big events, we camp with AIM. Our little FMCA chapter neighborhood group is AIM, the All-Inclusive Motorhome Club. I know we've talked about them before. Just a few times. <laughs> um, the, the, the AIM Club is sponsored by NIRVC and Freightliner and many other services and providers. Um so the AIM group arrives and we all camp in a big group parked next to each other. And then the, the, the coolest thing is that every night of the convention, AIM sponsors free dinner, drinks, and entertainment at the AIM tent, which is always set up at the edge of the campground. Yeah. And the coolest thing is it's not just the AIM group. Um, AIM invites all of the FMCA attendees out for dinner and dining and dancing uh, 
every night. It's open to everyone at the convention. Yeah, they'll have DJs or live bands and, and great food. And it's great. You bring your chairs mm-hmm. and you get entertained and you get fed and they have an open bar with mm-hmm. uh, beer and wine. It's it's a lot of fun. And we meet tons of great people there. And they are from all over FMCA. So you meet different rigs and different parts of the country. It's really fun. And everybody's having a great time because it's free food and entertainment. It's an Every mixer. Night. Every yeah. night. Yeah. And so with AIM and working with NIRBC, we've actually been to four of these international conventions in the last two years we have you know we didn't know anything about it when it first came up and now we're like we didn't know anything about anything when we first started no (laughs) but you know the idea of like going to some big rally was never on my list either and camping at an rv show basically right yeah we were like oh we're just gonna go in the woods and see the mountains (laughs) and stuff but no, it was really fun. And so one of our first ones, I don't, I don't know if we've, I think we've mentioned it already. We went to uh, Tucson, Arizona. And it was actually right after we had been to our very first AIM event a week before. But Tucson, we were already planning to go. We had not been to Tucson uh, for any kind of events like this. And we met so many cool new people there because, again, that was our very first one. So we didn't know what we didn't know. Uh, how did it, it was like 1200 rigs there, I believe, if I, if I have the numbers right from that first one. And it was, it, I'd never seen so many RVs in one place. Mm-hmm. And how they stage you and to get into this place, it was like it's clockwork of how you show up and you get in lines and they take you to your place. It's an and, RV rodeo. Yeah, it's impressive. Like they really <laughs> know what they're doing. And that sets you up for meeting all sorts of people. So we met lots of cool new people at that point. We met uh, our good friends, uh, Kim and Pete. Hey, guys. Yep. How are you doing? Uh, Jason and Delin actually were there. Jason and Delin have a great YouTube channel called Our Not-So-Perfect Life. They were there because they were actually part of uh, sponsors that were there. They were, they were actually, oh, they were working at the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we they didn't know about the AIM tent. So we had them come we over. invited them. Yeah, for, for the free food, dancing. Dinner and dancing. Great yeah. time with yeah. the live band there. Yeah. So that was really fun. Yeah. And actually, that first event, we parked with the Integra Coach Owners Association. Oh, yeah. Which was right next to the AIM group. They're very close as an Integra dealer. Uh, and everybody attended the AIM dinners and entertainment. Yeah. So it was just a great time. Yeah. And then the other cool thing is uh, NRAVC and a lot of other um, suppliers and vendors show up there to to also show off their their wares and their new technology and stuff. And we actually got something installed for fire suppression called Protang there, which was neat because it's a, a non-mechanical system that basically has tubes of chemicals that uh, get put into areas that uh, where there's potential risk of fire. And we were excited to put that in there because, you know, that's one of the things we do fear. All about safety, baby. Safety. Yeah, I have tons of <laughs> fire extinguishers in the rig. I have even more fire um, uh, alarm systems and, and, like, just always worried about that. So, but, yeah, that's that was a cool thing to get installed while we were here. And they came out to us in the campground and installed this yeah. while we were, while Russ was working in the rig. Yeah. Super convenient. It's neat. It's really neat. So then our second FMCA convention or rally, well, let's call them RV rallies, okay? Okay. okay. So the second one was in Lincoln, Nebraska, which we'd never, never been to Nebraska. Nope. Never had it on the bucket list. Nope. Didn't know. But hey, here's a great reason to go go to Nebraska. Okay. Uh, it turned out to be a much... It, 
not a much, but a smaller event than the big one in Tucson. Um, it was about half the number of rigs, maybe right. 750, 800. Yep. Uh, still thousands of people because you've got the people that are camping there, but also people that come in day visitors, yep. maybe people who are just looking or dreaming, yeah. right? Yeah. We did that. Um, so it, it ended up being a lot of fun and it was our our first time in Nebraska visiting Lincoln, Nebraska was very cool. They had a big opening night party downtown in this, um, old train train station. station. That was really cool. Yeah. 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 They had live music again, free food and drinks, but it was at the train station. And again, we'd never been to Lincoln, Nebraska. And this was the FMCA the big yeah. organization, Everybody not just got to AIM go. or yeah. not just one of the chapters. Really. And we're big fans, just on the side note here, we're big fans of murals and, and uh, art. You know, art around cities. And so whenever we get a chance to go see and take pictures. Well, street art. We like the graffiti, basically, right? That's true, yeah. <laughs> Mona Lisa, maybe not so much, but love street art kind of thing. So we took lots of photos and we got to tour around the downtown there. And that's Very really artsy. cool, too, because... They got us out of the event to go see the city. And that was really neat because we had never been there. And it was neat. That is one of the coolest things about these types of activities, these rallies, because you go places where, you you know, you didn't expect to be. Yeah. New new adventures and discoveries. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So it was. And what did you have done? Yeah, we yeah, everywhere we have to get something fixed. <laughs> we had a couple of windows that they're, they're kind of foggy where the, the glass gets uh, permanently tinted cloudy. and cloudy, yeah. kind of thing. So we had some windows replaced. Uh, and they did, again, they did that while we were here, while we were working. It was great. They just the come over, ground. do it right while you're here. Yep. So that was neat. So, yeah, we always kind of schedule, okay, when we go to this one, what are we going to get fixed? Exactly. So it's what are cool. we going to find? <laughs> so the third one we went to was actually kind of back in our, quote, hometown kind of thing. This was in Perry, Georgia. We were actually spent many, many years in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Been to the uh, state fairgrounds down there before, <laughs> but never for an RV rally. And it's one of the big ones again, right? So this is a, a very large one for the East Coast. And we went to that one. It was 1,500. It was like one of the, I think that was the biggest ones we've ever been to. Yeah, it was really big. So lots of people there, um, tons of daily visitors too, not just people that had rigs there. And we we knew that area. We'd been there before. So it it was a little different than, say, Tucson or Nebraska, where we had never been to. But we did get some unusual weather while we were there mm. it crazy rained and flooded out the whole area we still had a great time though right we still partied until the the the, the <laughs> dry spots underneath the tent yeah. were disappearing they we had, had a swim up bar right they had a live <laughs> band with wired equipment they had a drum set and guitar and a singer and they were fantastic but the water was rising around the band and they were at a high point and they eventually had to eventually stop because the water was about to cover up. Everybody the- <laughs> was dancing on these little islands. In yeah. the- <laughs> but that's crazy. how fun it was. People were finding just dry areas to, to dance and talk. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So we liked that place. What else? We did some stuff there too, though, yeah. right? Services. Okay, so this is a big thing that I ended up writing about for NIRVC, and we'll link the, the those articles in the show notes for your entertainment. But basically, <laughs> for the first time, we got our rig... Four corner Wade, which 
not to be not to get into the technicals you need to know how much your rig weighs and the distribution of weight is important for for your tires and safety and all this and that so we finally had the chance to get our rig four corner weighed and um we we failed we were failed. overweight and it was a mess and there were a couple of issues and um yeah so perry georgia was all about learning about rv weight tires and safety yeah. and resolving these issues that we had and the poor weird, charlie the weird thing <laughs> is we ha- we were pretty good about weighing charlie our, our rig mm-hmm. but we would go to the cat scales as they're called so if you've been which is great we for a the, I, quick and easy preliminary weight yeah. overall weight truckers take their vehicle their trucks up on the cat scales you'll see these at truck stops uh, where they pull the whole rig up there and mm-hmm. it weighs all the axles. And the reason is, is, if you've ever seen where the truckers have to pull off for weighing, is to make sure they're not overloaded and damaging the roads and stuff like that. For safety. Safety. And so what's cool is you can take your RV on those things too. And it's important to have the right weights on the right uh, axles. But what Sherry's talking about is four corner weights is different than just the two axles. And we had never done that before. Right. And we weren't, overweight so much as we had some issues going on with the tires and with our air suspension system yeah right that's the easiest the distribution was out of whack because of that so we were putting too much weight on one set of tires but even worse than that you found out we had the wrong tires. We had the wrong tires. Yeah. That's a long story. Yeah. And we didn't order the wrong (laughs) tires. we ordered the exact right ones but the long story is we had been given the wrong ones and we had not Notice that there was because we didn't know enough yeah. at the time to check that. But that test at it that that rally found it. Those people said you have yeah. the wrong tires. Yeah, they said the passenger side front where no. I sit <laughs> was eleven hundred pounds overweight. She immediately went on a diet. I know. That. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And it was the air suspension and the tires. and That's what I told we her. We did get it's, it. It's all good, baby. No worries. Okay, it's, it's move on. It's just the rig. Just the <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. It was, re- But that was really helpful. And ever since then, we've like, we walk away from these rallies. We've learned something new. We yeah, take it to the next so one. So much. And, and, and um, in fact, we'll connect with this next one, what we just told you. And when we went to the last one, which was Gillette, that we just left. Yep. It was a smaller event again, kind of like Nebraska, and mm-hmm. the, the, the number of rigs was about the same. Um, and this was the first time- This was different. This was different. We had full hookups. Oh, my God. Now, why this is a big <laughs> deal is we hadn't actually told you this. Normally, we always love full hookups when we go to a campground. But when you go to a rally- And full hookups means- You get power, uh, water, and sewer. That's mm-hmm. what that means. Yeah. 50 and, amp power. It's nice. Totally bougie. It, totally bougie. It means you can run everything in the rig and mm-hmm. no big deal. Dishwasher. Um, and mm-hmm. why we point that out is the other three rallies we went to, we did not have full hookups. We called it roughing it. Yet we always had power. <laughs> they always give you power. 30 amp power. Usually 30 amp power. You can run one AC and you know stuff like that. So we had full hookups, which was crazy. Uh, and we were like, wow, this is going to be great. But it was a smaller event, but it mm-hmm. had the advantage of the full hookups kind of thing. And then what yeah. what other kind of stuff happened there? Yeah. Well, um, and it was smaller, I think, because Wyoming and Nebraska, they're not big central locations. Right. Like in Georgia, you have a lot of RVers going up and down the coast and in the area in Atlanta. Yeah. 
and uh, the same with Tucson. So those are bigger events, and these are smaller events, and they alternate the locations year by year. Yeah. So um, what else happened? Well, AIM Club rocked the event every night with all kinds of things happening with FMCA as well, concerts and, and just all kinds of cool stuff to do. We the, the the action we did for the rig this time was to get her cleaned up. So it wasn't windows or anything like that or tires or anything. This time we just hadn't gotten our rig washed in a long time. So we had a professional crew come over and they washed and waxed and did a great job on the rig. Spa day for Charlie. Yeah, she loved it. It was beautiful. I loved it more because she looked beautiful then. So. And it was a little dusty, but she shook that <laughs> off on our way here. Yeah. It, it wasn't all easy stuff, though. We had some problems. Well, it never is. Because when we left, we were at Devil's Tower before Gillette. So when we got all ready to go, that um, it was Tuesday morning, to go over to Gillette, all of a sudden, the RV stairs, which are automatic, when you turn the engine on and shut the door, the RV steps go whoop and retract. Well, they did not retract. They did not retract at all or feel like they didn't it. They do anything. Whatever. You know, the first thing is, well, just turn it off and turn it back on again. It'll and be nine, fine. 95% of the time that fixes it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. But it did not work. Nope. She just wouldn't pull those stairs in. Nope. Didn't make a noise. Didn't do anything. She just sat there. Yeah. So we thought that was going to be the thing that we fixed at the at the show. Yeah. Have somebody come and fix our stupid RV stairs. stairs. Yeah. But we didn't. <laughs> didn't get that one done. So we had to jump in and out of the rig every single uh, time. So yeah. still haven't figured that one out. We're, we're working on that one. Yeah, that's for next week. But it was some good news, too, when we left. What was the good news? Yes. This morning when we left, we had the uh, RV weighed again with the the same people that do the four-corner weighing on your way in or out yeah. of the rally. And guess what? What? We passed. We passed. And, and I even asked the guy, what did I say? He was like, did I get an A or an A plus or an A plus <laughs> plus? So he gave us an A plus. Yeah. Which is, it's, and why that's a big deal is we had failed kind of the last two, to be honest, right? Like, we, like it was misdistribution. But, yeah. But I don't think we explained, did we explain, we, we got new um, airbags in the back. And that had to be part no. of it, right? Right. Right. And that was recently we hadn't we hadn't explained that yet yeah it's and okay. how and how the air suspension affects how the weight rides on the four different right wheel positions exactly uh and, it gets complicated it does and and we're only pointing that out because you know you go there to get things fixed and i'll be honest i didn't think we were going to get a good score i thought we were going to have a similar problem in a different side right your side this time yeah my side sure <laughs> but uh no we like nailed it yeah like totally nailed it everything's balanced everything's under the proper thing under the proper weights we have the right tires. i was gonna say we have the right tires i was waiting to say that because we got like, those replaced yeah. back in when all that was happening yeah um was... i should say the company that installed the tires this was almost a year and a half after we had had those tires put on installed that company replaced all four rear tires free of charge because yeah. it was the installation error where they just weren't rated 
properly for the the rate of our the weight of our yeah. rig. These tires, these are top of the line Michelin uh, uh, RV tires. These are expensive tires, so if you have to replace them and, and you're paying for it, it's a lot. So we were a little worried when they said these four on the back. They're the wrong wrong ones. And we looked, range. and luckily yeah. we had ordered the right ones. They had just, unfortunately, they put the wrong ones on the truck and put them on. But we passed the test. Passed. So flying colors. So there's all this stuff about FMCA. We were kind of kind of catching up on what we've been doing but it all kind of relates back to the work-life balance, the whole th reason we like to have this podcast. Well, so right. And even at the FMCA convention with all of this stuff going on, we were both working those four days that we were there. That's right. Russ was working from home on Zoom all day, as usual. Uh, scheduling in the internets is always important mm -hmm. for him because work is first. And then I was working with NIRVC and the AIM Club, attending the show, the mm -hmm. seminars and events to learn all the things so I can write the the guest blog for NIRVC. Yeah. So we were both working, and, and, but we had a lot of fun too. But the question is always, well, okay, how do you balance work when it seems like everyone else is just playing <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I can't speak for anyone else but myself, but, you know, when I put on my headphones, I'm in the zone anyways because I'm really focused on the work. But, you know, from my point of view, as long as you're on a schedule, you're there to kind of work things through that you got to get done. You know, if you don't have a schedule, it's got to be hard. You're, you're lucky, right? You look and at the you're window. On, you're definitely on your schedule. I am all with about your a schedule. calls and yeah. the things that are due and people that that need to have the information. It's really weird that I am super tied to my calendar. I'm really good about tracking my calendar, mm -hmm. which is usually packed, and I'm also big on lists. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to my normal life. Neither one of those am I, am I really good at it. It's really kind of funny. But the, so getting that schedule right is important because that way my, my computer, my phone are constantly saying, you got to get this done and now you yeah. got to make this call and you got to do this. So you're, I'm, I'm just making sure as long as I get things done, I know I can end the day feeling good. Another thing I do is like, you got to take a break. And so what's cool is sometimes you have a gap after a meeting and I have time to actually go out and do something. If we're at an mm -hmm. event like this, yep. I can sync up with you and, and go see yep. a seminar or something. Yep. As opposed to just sit and have a cup of coffee and then wait for my next call. Right. Kind of or we usually have lunch together yeah. during the day. And, and we were at the FMCA convention. We got to go tour brand new RVs <laughs> and go buy stuff we probably didn't need. We buy too much stuff uh, for now. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the exhibits and stuff. So it's really cool to see the different vendors and the products because, you know, you can't buy too much. It's impossible right. because you have to fit it into the rig. Right. But you see new stuff that you might replace there. And so it's kind of cool to see um, stuff that cleans the rig, stuff for safety stuff, which I'm a big fan of, mm -hmm. like all sorts of neat stuff mm -hmm. that you'll find there. I and got a new FMCA Atlas maps. We have a collection of maps. <laughs> you know, second only a map to book. the uh, maps of the campgrounds that you collect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The campground guides. Yeah, so those are kind of things I worry about. But, um, you know, I'm not the only one there, right? Well, the interesting thing is at the FMCA conventions, there's actually a lot of people working. 
they're not necessarily doing the type of thing Russ is doing, working from home for a company and doing his daily job. But there are hundreds of people involved and working every day. The vendors that are in the exhibit halls that are that are um, selling products, the uh, service people that are doing all these jobs and maintenance and service things in the in the campgrounds, uh, the seminars, the people that are teaching us about various new safety equipment and all of these things that, that I'm learning for the first time, yeah. um, to our AIM group coordinators, They're the, amazing. the people that run the show yeah. from event to event, whether it's FMCA or AIM or whatever they're doing, these people are all working on the road every day, too. Yeah, they, they would have normally been in a cubicle or back at the office scheduling stuff, but now they're being thrown into Nebraska and Georgia. Like, they have to do this on the road kind of thing. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So we can't sit around and say, oh, well, poor us. <laughs> We're working. All of these people, even the retirees, yeah. the older people who have one of these days will be time there. off <laughs> yes but even the retirees come to these fmca conventions and they volunteer <laughs> yeah they're driving golf carts of uh, driving people to and from the different exhibit areas and and the campground into the show and all of that they're the ones that park us they, they figure the out where parking. you're going they're very organized and i think these people love this because they've taken the skills they had when they were working and now that they're retired they can still do this but yep. they're having a great time because it's yep. not the same yeah security running the seminars services activities everybody is busy yeah. and it's also a chance for them to be with their tribe to come together at these big events and see old friends and hang out in their groups of monaco rvs or integra coach or yeah. whatever and it's just it's really cool so there's a lot of people working these shows and we hear a lot of the details because when like she, sherry was just talking about like the people that are just driving people from here to there that's a big deal and when you have uh, you know a thousand to two thousand rigs this is a huge facility and so going from one side to the other mm -hmm. you're gonna be riding in some vehicle somebody's gonna take you and you're gonna talk to people whether they're the driver or somebody with you and we hear so many cool stories mm -hmm. about where they live and how when they started full timing or maybe they're just mm -hmm. part timing or some timing mm -hmm. kind of thing you know some time yeah so you get to learn all this stuff and we learn a lot when they talk about the things that work for them and you know there there's always something that broke on their rig too you know? <laughs> it's fun it's really really fun yeah 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 so Okay, we've talked about a lot here, right? We've talked about the, the different places we've gone for FMCA, but if we had to kind of wrap this up into the top three things, if I could pick three, mm -hmm. that are related to work-life balance around these challenges, these are the ones I think I'd pick. So you tell me how close you think this is. Mm -hmm. One is, I kind of mentioned the second ago, is like if you're, if you're gonna be able to do this work-life balance and going to these cool events like FMCA, uh, you got to focus on getting the work done, all right? For me, it's all about a schedule. It's all about the calendar. It's all about the lists. And as long as I have a schedule and it's tied to my time zone because I'm key to be different time zones, uh, it works. The second one is, you know, you don't go there just to work, right? It is that balance, right? Right. right. And so you're really good about going out and finding the cool things for us to do. And so participating as much as possible. So I can sit in the rig and work, but man, it's fun to get out and meet the people and go see the seminars. Yeah. You took me to one 
Uh, you made sure I went to one while you went to a different one, which was on the Safety Plus, right? It was a Right, suspension. Device. Yeah, it's really cool. I really <laughs> loved it. It's super nerdy, but I really loved it. Which is what we need to know to balance our suspension and make sure that we're not yeah. overweight. So I don't get to go to all of them, but she made sure I found ones that she knew I'd like. And I got to do those when I'd step out after on a break, mm-hmm. especially in the after hours evening stuff. There's yeah. a lot of fun stuff going Participating on. Participating in the dinner and the entertainment. Yeah. And, and in fact, we talk about AIM, but there are multiple events. They bring in different artists and stuff in different areas. Mm-hmm. We have not been able to see the entire show. It's so big. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one. And then one of my favorite things about FMCA is to be a part of the community is there. And so FMCA for us gives us an opportunity to, while we're still traveling together, uh, just the two of us, we get to see and be a part of a greater community. We see old friends that go to these same events. Sometimes it's not friends. They're they're uh, an org, a group of people that have uh, common interests or they have the same rig as you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, really cool to get back together and have those bonds, even though we're coast to coast, mm-hmm. you know, on the fly. So, it, you know, it's, it's like if you live in a neighborhood and you've been there 20 years and you know everybody. We kind of have that. And we've only been doing this a few years. And it's because of events like FMCA. Mm-hmm. You know? And always making new friends, yeah. meeting new people. It's, yeah. it's very cool. The only thing I would add to that in terms of RV work-life balance is just the awareness that there are so many opportunities and different ways to earn an income on the road. Yeah. If you want to get out there on the road, you know, th- this events like this, it's just one example of people making a living in the RV, in the RV world lifestyle yeah um so yeah our goal with the rv work-life balance podcast is to share what we're learning about rv work-life balance how many times can i say that (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know maybe spark the idea the dream the interest in in you if that's something that you're interested in and uh you don't know how well we're going to present different ways to do this. Well, to tie this all together, I really want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. If there's anything of interest that we've said uh, about products or places, we will try to make sure all of those are in the show notes. Please go take a look. We'll, put, we'll try to put the appropriate links. We'll put any kind of discounts we think we can share with you. Uh, we'll put all that in there. If you're new here, please subscribe. We want to make sure we have an opportunity to share even more. So thank you very much. And to our existing subscribers, we love you. Thank you so much for being on this adventure with us and supporting us all this time. And uh, please be in touch, whether it's through email or on Facebook. Love the Facebook. And we try to post there more often pictures and things that we're doing. Um, So the most important thing is make your escape and get out here yeah so are you ready i'm ready let's go all right let's get out there bye bye